Thank you. This has been amazing. I was really nervous, but now I feel really good. <laughs> <laughs> That's true for me too. How about you? <laughs> me too. I just, but what I most notice is you seem surprised by. <laughs> <laughs> Leah, hi. Hi, Sue. Oh my gosh. I'm I'm walking into this podcast and I'm so happy to be here with you and happy to be joined by our guest, Shauna, who we'll talk about in a minute. And I'm just coming from a healthcare situation and I just notice I'm having a little bit of a hard time making the transition. Yeah. Does that feel like a problem? It did until you asked me the question. And now it just feels like an opportunity to let our guests know and to let you know. And my heart is beating a little quickly. My blood pressure is high. And I'm just a little bit more triggery, a little more fragile right now. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Thanks for letting me tell you. How yeah. are you today? Um, well, I was sort of similar because I was coming to your house and I thought I was late. So I, my adrenaline was up, I was rushing. And then I pulled up in front of your house and you texted to say that you were later than I was. So then I felt a little superior and I, <laughs> I relaxed. It's good to know that whenever you feel superior, you're, you'll relax. <laughs> That's true. Maybe there's a deeper relaxation I can go for, but for Perhaps. now this works. <laughs> well, it's great to be here again for another episode of the Hey Sue podcast with my, I don't know if you're a guest host or permanent guest host or permanent host, but Leah Perlman, we're here today to do a live unscripted executive coaching session with a leader that we've known for years, Shauna Barnhart. She's a product leader whom Leah and I first met in one of the Merch Lane Fund cohorts back in the accelerator days. So Shauna, welcome. It's great to be with you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you again. I mean, you mentioned Merge Lane and um, it's fun because things keep coming up for me from that Merge Lane experience that I use today. So each time I hear about it, it makes me quite happy. Oh, that, um, makes, that makes me happy. Does it make you happy? Yeah. I mean, it's true for me too. Yeah. Funny. Back then we probably called you our guest coach too, but you just never worked there. <laughs> um, Shauna, so just for those of you who have never heard of MergeLane, uh, you can visit MergeLane.com and hear a bit more about it. But uh, about 10 years ago, it was one of the first venture funds that focused on companies that had at least one woman in leadership. And Shauna was in one such company. So Shauna, why don't you tell us just maybe 60 seconds, a little bit about what you've been up to lately in the world of work and life and whatever you want to share. Sure. Um, so I usually answer this and start straight with professional, but I'm feeling more in a space of like family and outside of that. So I just want to say like, I, you know, I'm a mother of two teenagers who surprise me and inspire me every day, which just yesterday that that came up for me. I love to do anything outside in the sun, like golfing and skiing. And I did both of those last week, which is the beauty of being in Denver. I really like giving back. And so I've been doing more volunteering with Rocky Mountain Microfinancing Institute, our MMFI. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but they um, work with and mentor entrepreneurs of all backgrounds. And it feels like I'm able to give back a little bit in the same way that people gave to us during the merge lane piece. So it's something that I enjoy quite a bit. And then... Um, professionally, I've been in product for most of my career and product has just been a really great fit for me. And I have a true passion for it because you really get this opportunity to dig in with customers and with data, and then really try to understand the challenges and problems that people are having. And then you get to work with amazing teams to come up with solutions for it. So that's, that's my passion. And that's my career path is, is in that product side and technology. 
That was almost really 60 seconds. Well done. Um, <laughs> so you reached out recently and that prompted us to decide to be on this conversation together. Up to you, throwing it to you. What would you like to talk about today? Yeah, I know you you um, had mentioned to bring a couple of things. And what's interesting is that we're always in a space of change and uncertainty, but it kind of ebbs and flows as to how much you have. And I feel like I'm in a little bit more of a flow space for of change that's happening around me and then some of the uncertainty. And the reason why I had reached out to you is back in November, my company, like a lot of other companies in technology worlds, have gone through a number of reductions in 2023. And then the last one that they had in November also resulted in me no longer being with that company. So now I'm in a space where last week, the thing I wanted to come to talk to you about was I felt like I was still having a hard time letting go because I was so invested in the company and what I was doing there and really believed in it. And it was kind of eking into a lot of my life outside of just work. So I wasn't doing a good job of like boundaries. And so then that sort of sudden change, I was going through more of a, almost a mourning period, I want to say. Um, and I was feeling it really strongly last week where I didn't necessarily have the motivation or the desire to do some other thing or just to move on. And I was like, it just felt strange. Give about a week later, this whole week, it's feeling a little bit more easy. It's feeling a little bit more like it's going away, almost like the time has been helping me. So it's interesting to me when I'm thinking about this change and uncertainty, how even the things that are coming up for me are changing quite a bit. So that that's, I guess I can start there and I want to keep rambling on. <laughs> that's a really helpful update. So you're in a period of transition. And uh, I wonder any feelings that are still here. I hear that there's was some grieving and it sounds like more acceptance and calm happening right now. And I just wonder, are, they, are there still any feelings that are still here around the transition that happened in November? I think there's still just that disappointment too. I had I had really gone in with such high expectations and I was really excited about the space. And I, I feel like it was just sort of getting my teeth into the market and into the challenges that we were facing. And so I, it, there's that disappointment. And then there's still that challenge of like, I can use this knowledge. I know I can, but I have to kind of let it go. Like you spend all this time trying to bring it in, trying to understand it and now it feels like I that that knowledge just isn't as useful anymore so I just have to find the space to put it someplace that I can still use it but let it go so I, I guess it's a disappointment and still that little bit of loss of like what I've been building up for a year and you say let it go what's the it I I feel like I'm supposed to just let, I'm supposed to, I was about to say it again. I feel like I'm supposed to say, okay, that happened. It's done. That role, that company, those relationships, I'll take the relationships with me. I'll take some of my learnings with me. And then I need to say to the rest of it, that's past and, you know, not think about, still think about it, but pull it out of my life a little bit more. So what what I was doing, the the role, the work. 
if that job had gone the way your expectations had most hoped, what do you imagine that would have meant for you on a feeling level? What would mm. you have gotten to experience that you didn't? It, it, it's just that fun part of being able to see a new product that you launch, a new platform that you launch and start to see how people are using it. Are they using it as you expect it and anticipate it? Or are they using it in completely different ways? Are they finding it useful? Or are they not? So the feelings that you would get from it is the learning from what you would see, from what you would this, do more of. I interrupt you. Sue, this is usually Sue's job, but will you speak in the first person instead sure. of the learnings you get and learnings I get? Yes, learnings I get. So yeah. the learnings I get from it would have been, I, the feelings I would have gotten from it would be that continuous exploration of what's working, what's not working with and collaborating with the team. I think that's probably one of the things that I miss the most is the, those relationships. And as a team saying like, look at what we discovered yesterday and um, what are we going to do about it? How should we move forward? What's the next step? So I, I actually think that's a lot of what I'm missing, right? I feel more now when I'm looking at what I'm doing now, it's very much me talking to people, me talking about myself. <laughs> and and I, I get tired of talking about myself. I want to talk about customers' problems, how we can meet those versus doing it on my own. So I, it's more the team, I, I would say. So when I hear you, it sounds like when you first started, you were saying there's a disappointment because I had expectations. But when I ask some questions around that, it, it sounds, what I hear is there's a little bit of loneliness happening. Potentially, yeah. I mean, I do, I have been leading into my other relationships as much as I normally do as well, but there is a little bit of the excitement of working together with others. I do enjoy that quite a bit to do it. So working <laughs> on my resume on my own, right? Like that's, that's just tedious. <laughs> And what I found too, is I've been having conversations with just people on technology and people in product. And I find when I have just those conversations and we're just talking about it, I walk away with more energy and I'm like, that was great. I connected with somebody. We jammed about product and about technology and about design and about challenges. And that was a lot of fun. So I'm wondering, are are you in a job search now? Or are you sort of beginning that process? I am. I uh, I want to make sure that I'm not repeating any past mistakes that I might have made, but I do do need to move on to another role and to another company. So that is what I'm doing right now. Isn't I'm in a job search. It's a little light right now because I've been trying to get over, you know, some of what I was talking about originally and. I'm trying to prepare myself more for the upcoming year to, to do it a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Just the thought that I'm having is whether you could think about this next search as being more associated with the thing you say you like so much, you already sort of hit on this, that you're getting energy from the conversations when you're talking about problems and customers and your energy is going down when you feel like you're talking about yourself and I wonder if you could just reframe this entire experience, not only in all the conversations you're having, but all the thinking you're doing about what you want to do next and how it's connected to your zone of genius 
as just looking for really cool problems to solve or really cool opportunities to address. And from that place, thinking about how you might monetize that, it seems to me that that might be the best way of selling you, mm -hmm. selling your, not selling, but showing your engagement with this thing that you say that you love. I, I do like that. And I thank you for, for sharing that. I also think that in some of the conversations that I had when I'm able to shift it to more of that, it, it feels more natural for me than trying to talk about, I released this and it changed the metrics of the company by such and such and such, which is important. Don't get me wrong. It's so important. We're not in business. Um, we're in business. Well, I, me. Shona, I'm not <laughs> taking that as an assumption actually. Okay. So, so I, that's not obvious to me. I'm, it, our, our listeners won't be able to say I, the way your hand gesture just did that. Like everyone knows it's really important how many users I added or whatever. Um, but they were there. And Leah knows that that I've I've written a manuscript for a book that's going to be called something like Conscious Selling. And a huge part of this book is aligning the way you present yourself to the world with your greatest gifts. And a core thread for my thinking about selling, and I think looking for a job is just an example of selling, is a concept that I call passionate ambivalence. And what that looks like is I'm super passionate, if you are, if it's true, about this thing that you're working on, whatever, the widget that you're creating technology-wise or whatever it is. I'm psyched about that. I kind of like you. And let's just talk about you, that, and how we might be together. In my experience, and this is in this manuscript, almost every time we start, we, almost every time I start making the case about how amazing I am, I either lower my percentage likelihood of making a sale, which I would include getting an offer for a job, or I lower my effective price point because it puts me in a place of asking or proving instead of a place of just showcasing what I'm great at. What do you think about that? It resonates with me because I feel that happening when I'm, when I'm trying to talk about myself and I'm trying to sell, like I did this, 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 uh, I start to feel it's one of those things that in my, I think that I have to do that. I think that's part of the process that I have to tell you I've done this and I've done this and I've done this. And this is why I'm amazing. And this is why you need to hire me, right? Like you're supposed to sell yourself. And I'm, I sell products all the time and branding and all this. And I'm like, I'm supposed to brand myself and make myself a product. And I have to say these things. And yeah, so I, that that's the part too, where I'm trying to see like, how can I transition from, I did X amount of users, I did saved X amount of cost, I those kinds of things and turn it into more of like, this is, this is what, these are the problems and challenges that we as a team solved. Because the other part that I would sell myself on is the team building and the creating a safe space for teams to really collaborate and work together. And that to me was the space where, I mean, I ran into my someone from a team had come together and said like, let's all meet together from people who have been on my team. And we were all sitting around and we had, had deep relationships and we all trusted each other and we were all talking. And I was like, this is amazing. And 
You want to continue to do that too. Oh, okay. I, I just want to say that in my opinion, I have two things I want to say, and I'll kick it over to Leah. In my opinion, I can get as much about you as a collaborator and a team player from having a conversation like we're having right now, or a conversation about your favorite ice cream or anything as I can get from you trying to prove to me that you're a good collaborator. Your proof is actually going to get in the way of me experiencing what I have experienced in the last 10 minutes, which is your collaborative energy and your openness and your desire to play. My second point is I want to just give you this thought to the extent it's useful because you're at a point in your career where you've done lots of things, tried entrepreneurship and companies and all sorts of, all sorts of things. And what if you could just imagine yourself just for this moment right now arrived that you have arrived as a senior product leader you're here, you've done all the things, checked all the boxes, here you are, you've arrived. You know that. How would you show up differently, if at all, in the next conversation you had? Taking a moment to think about that. In the next conversation that I had, I'm struggling to come up with how I would behave differently. Um, because I, I don't know if it would change arriving with what, as you were saying, with what I would want to be. It's not going to change who I am. So it's still going to be me that shows up and has the conversation. So I'm wondering if there's something. The phrase you said a little while ago that stuck out to me, you said, sell myself. And you might've said that a couple of times. I have to sell myself for something like that. And I remember when Sue was first, before she even thought about writing this manuscript, she was teaching me a little bit about how I could sell myself. Cause I was using some of the same language and had the same thing, like writing my bio is, I think you said tedious. Um, you know, I, I had resistance to that whole process. And in talking to Sue and then even watching her about a year ago, I saw that she was never selling herself. If she was selling anything, she was selling her passion in that she was just showing it. There was no her to sell. It was, this is my passion. This is what I'm passionate about. And so I hear this question arrived is sort of like, you don't have to worry about whether someone, you know, offers you anything. Mm. But is your passion, is your fire burning bright enough around this that people are like, heck yeah, I want to be near that. I want that on my team. Enthusiasm, warmth, energy. I, like who cares what numbers you did a year ago for a different thing? Are you, are you psyched to be here and in this conversation? And then I might get curious, what else have you done? But all I really care about is do I want to collaborate with you around this thing I'm also passionate about? Thank you for that. That 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 does help me quite a bit because that's when you have those conversations with somebody and they're and you can feel that from them. Can you can you speak for my when I have conversations with somebody, thank you. And I feel that from them. 
I just get more excited and you just start having these conversations of like, yes, and, oh, and have you seen this? And have you talked about that? What do you think about this? And then it's just, uh, I enjoy the conversation a lot and I feel like I get something from it because then we're, we're talking through it. So to come back to the question, Sue, that you had asked, if I were to show up differently, it is more showing up where I am naturally curious about people and what they think and what they say and trying to dig into it a little bit more as to this is not necessarily something I should do, but like, why are you doing it? I'm the person who wants to know um, about your pets that jump up on the table or that you're going to go do something else because we have life outside of work. And so I want to have those kinds of connections with you as well. So if I had arrived and can join these conversations, then it just starts with a, let's talk about it and see where things go. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> and then to me, the thing you described about enjoying talking to customers and their cut in the customer journey and all of that, then you could just treat every single conversation you're having as a new customer conversation. You're not approaching the conversation with your hat in hand, asking for a thing. It's just like fundraising, Shauna, something you've also done. It's just like, you're just, you're just having a conversation, finding where there's a shared passion, treating exactly like a customer journey chat, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which you love. Yes, I do. Okay. I love that smile. Not everyone <laughs> can see it, but <laughs> that was, that was giddy childlike joy of something I don't love, but I love that you love it. <laughs> I did talk to somebody just yesterday and he was like, we expect you to spend 25% of your time with customers. And I was like, Ooh, do tell. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm having this funny thing in this, listening to this conversation because it, it reminds me of dating or something where when you first get to know someone, you're checking for chemistry. Do we like being around each other? Do we like talking to each other? Are there things to talk about? It's not like, when should we have the wedding? You know, should we have the wedding in the first 10 minutes? And I think when we are trying to, in these job conversations, we're talking about marriage before we've noticed whether there's actual chemistry or not. Such a good point. <laughs> I love that. I love that. It's been a long time since I've dated, but... <laughs> It's been I love the analogy since we've dated Shauna. <laughs> <laughs> in both our cases. <laughs> but that is such a nice analogy because you're true. You're sitting there like, do you want the job? And I'm like, I don't know yet. I barely started talking to you. Like, why do you want this job? And I'm like, I don't know if I want this job yet. I'm curious about the job. Can we have more conversations? Yeah. I love, I love, that's a place that just sounds like a rival. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say one thing I like about this for you is what you said about what you missed about your last job was the collaborating. And that makes me think if you just drop this whole label of selling oneself and use what Sue suggested of these are all customer conversations, you're, you're already collaborating again, well in advance of having a job, you get to have that again, immediately. Yes. <laughs> we figure it all out, Shauna? Um, well, it depends. I mean, it's, it's a, uh, you know, up and down during this process. Yeah, right. So sure. I have moments where I'm like, oh, I've got this. And then I've got moments of, you know, self-doubt and what's going to happen. And 
right now I'm I'm feeling well, you can't see it, but I'm feeling on the higher part of it right now. I'm feeling like this is an up and it's good to I'm taking a break next week from all of this stuff and spending time with family. So it feels good to go into that break and and feel like that high and think about some of the strategy I can use this on. You know, I I treat most of the most of the conversations I've been having recently as as little experiments. Right. Did that bio work? Did that bio not work? I don't know. You could even tell me if my bio in the first part worked or not, because that was a new time I tried that one. (laughs) You know, um, you mentioned self-doubt. You said it in a way it sounded like as if that was a problem or something to be gotten rid of. And I just wanted to point out, you said in the early on that when you're looking in this new job search, you're trying to not make the same mistakes and do some things differently. So what I hear in that is you're entering new territory. You're trying to do something new. And so doubt feels like an appropriate emotion when you're on the threshold of trying something new. I have a teacher I listen to sometimes who says, you know, the analogy is when you're in school, you finish algebra and you're great at it. And then you go into calculus and you're like, this is too hard. You like, I'm going to go back to algebra where I can ace it again, but you don't want to go back to algebra. You already aced it, but of course you're going to be uncertain and unsure when you're new at something. And so to me, the self-doubt just tells me you're entering brave new territory and on your own edge. Yeah. And I think that that's one of the things that I'm trying to determine for myself now too. Do I go back and do something that's very similar to what I've been doing in the past? Or do I move on? Do I try to find something that's a little different and do some exploration um, beyond that? What's interesting from a product side of it is that most of the transitions I make can feel kind of new and new territory because you have to get into a new market. You have to understand new customers. You really have to dig in deep with it and immerse yourself in it. So that's newness is something that um, I, I thrive on learning and those kinds of things from it. When I'm thinking about that too, like I've been doing this for so long. Do, is it is Do I still stay in that space and just move on to a new product role in a new market, new customers and new problems? Or do I try something a little differently? I think I'm thinking a little bit about that too, but I have no idea what the something different would be or even if I need to do something different because... I'm not unhappy with what I've been doing over the last years. And I, there are moments where I get excited. There are moments where I'm not, there's reasons why they pay me. Um, But you know, there's, there's a little bit of that when I look at it too, because I feel a little bit of pressure because everybody's like, Oh, now you can explore what you really want. Now you can find out like what you really want to do. And I'm like, well, I kind of thought I was doing what I wanted to do. you want to try a little practice together? (laughs) Sure. I am open for anything. We'll see how it goes. (laughs) Okay, great. So I'm going to guide you through this. And for people listening, this is a way I work with myself for any time I feel indecisive about something or torn between something. I'm just going to ask some questions. And when I do, just name the first thing you notice. It might be a body sensation, an emotion, a thought. We're going to try to dodge the logical mind 
and see if we can uncover what might be underneath that's causing a feeling of, I don't know, around this. Yeah, so first, just for the part of you that's interested in keep doing something similar to what you've been doing. So just allow yourself to want that as much as you do. And then check to see what comes up if you give yourself full permission to go that direction. What do you notice? Sensation, an emotion, or a thought? I think it feels safe. And does that safety feel welcome or is there judgment about that or resistance about it feeling safe? Might be a little bit of judgment. Like, should I want safe or should I want more? Great. So just for now, after this conversation, you can do whatever you want, but see if you can just allow yourself to enjoy the feeling of safety. And also let yourself judge safety as much as you are. Just let that all be here. And now we're gonna to go to the other side. So give yourself permission to find something new, find what you really wanna do. <laughs> Just give that full permission to do something new. And what's the first thing you notice? A sensation, an emotion, a thought. There's a couple of things that are coming up that I'm trying to determine how to say. I think there's there's that touch of excitement because I do like to learn and try new things. There's a touch of, um, oh, how do I wanna say that? It's a touch of, This is why I take notes because it, it was there and then it's gone away. Let me think some more about it or feel some more about it. I think that uh, this is how I'm going to try to say it. It's a touch of unnecessary as well. Like, am I okay. just doing change for change sake? So there's kind of a touch of that. Like it's exciting, but is it, am I just doing it because I, want to try something different. Yeah, perfect. So so see if you can just allow both of those to be here, not trying to get rid of them or change them or figure it out. Just let yourself feel a touch excited when you think about a new opportunity and a touch skeptical. Is this really necessary? And just let that kind of skepticism be here. just noticing and allowing nothing to figure out nothing to do and then we're just going to go back and forth one more time so this time just give yourself full permission to keep going on the path you've been doing what you've been doing full permission and what's the first thing you notice It feels a little lighter when I think about that. Great. And we don't make meaning out of that either. Just let the lightness be here. 
who knows what's going to happen. You could have an amazing new job offer tomorrow to I'm looking at Sue. Do a thing. <laughs> she comes up. You come a thing. <laughs> You're very good at coming up with random jobs on Why, the Why, thank you, Leah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so there's some lightness. So then one more time, give yourself permission for that random new job opportunity you couldn't have seen coming. And what do you notice when you open to that? probably just more challenging and learning is is what comes up for that too yeah great mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that was that's oh, yeah oh, what did you say i love that i've never done that before that that felt really thank you yeah my pleasure what i love about it is when we think we have a decision to make our parts our inner parts fight with each other instead of like wait they both have they both, they all have things to say. And so you just let them all sit at the table and have their feelings and have their thoughts. And um, there's no fight going on. It's actually a compromise. And now what I hear is you're available to do what you've been doing. You're available to have a new job. You're just available. <laughs> Except for dating, I think. <laughs> I don't know what I would do with text messages. So just that's, that's, that's how long it's been. <laughs> Lashana, it's great to get to talk to you about something that I know a lot of people in tech and beyond are working with right now at this moment in time. So thank you for bringing this to the podcast. We really appreciate it. You said you enjoyed that meditation that Leah just did. She calls that meditation welcoming. And if you want, you or listeners want examples of meditations like that around real issues, like a decision that you're facing or grief or, or any number of examples, visit welcomingway.com, which is Leah's coaching platform. And you'll find there and on Spotify, a heap of meditations that might let you get access to this tool in real life context. Thank you so much, Shauna, for joining us on the Hey Sue podcast. I hope you got some value out of being here today. We love talking with you. Thank you. This has been amazing. I was really nervous, but now I feel really good. <laughs> That's true for me too. How about you? Me too. I just, but what I most notice is you seem surprised by. <laughs> hey, well, please, please come back again and listen to the podcast. We are getting emails, lots of notes from people saying that you're listening to these podcasts. We would love it if right after you have that feeling, right after emailing us, you go to whatever, Spotify or Apple and create a review for this podcast and let other people know either that way or by just sending them a note saying, I heard this episode and I thought you might like it. Also, if you or someone you know would like to be on the podcast and get a coaching session with Leah and me, we'd love to talk to you. We've decided it's okay if you wanna be identified as Shauna said she wanted to be today or was willing to be today or not. If you wanna be anonymous, that's cool too. So we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us.